From the Newstalk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good morning, I'm Neva Reddy Manu, and this is your morning News Fix for Friday, 2nd of December. In this update, more than 2,000 types of vapes face an uncertain future on Kiwi shelves amid a major push for suppliers to check nicotine levels. It comes after the Ministry of Health wrote to the industry's companies, instructing them to provide safety details about their substances. Chief political reporter Aaron Darman has this exclusive report. Newstalk ZB understands 340 vaping products have already been voluntarily removed, with about 1,800 needing further evidence that they comply with the law. It's understood the deadline for information was midday today, but that's been pushed back one week to allow more time. Manufacturers or importers face a $400,000 fine if they breach nicotine level regulations. A Cabinet committee set to decide next week whether Simon Bridges will chair the board of the merged TVNZ-RNZ public media entity, but not everyone's on side. Broadcasting Minister Willie Jackson's proposal for the former National Party leader to take charge could be axed by the Prime Minister and Finance Minister. Our newsroom understands the pair have concerns about a former politician of any stripe having a key position, as it could give rise to a perception of political interference in the new model. AUT media commentator Maria Mululati agrees, saying we already have public mistrust in the media and Bridges' appointment would erode that further. It's important the government invests more funding and resources to prevent child abuse. A damning investigation into the murder of five-year-old Malachi Subish by his carer has identified five critical gaps in the system. The Tauranga boy was abused and killed by his carer last November. The review makes 14 recommendations aimed at ensuring there are interlocking safety nets in place to make sure no other children endures the same thing. Association of Social Workers Chief Executive Braden Clark says we need to grow the capability and capacity of the workforce in the broader community sector. Without that investment into it, then this is going to be another report that sits on the shelf. We, we have to start investing in this to be able to make a difference in this, otherwise it will not work. The Motor Trade Association is raising a red flag with fears tow truck companies will bear the brunt of law changes, giving police greater power to impound vehicles. New penalties to deal with fleeing drivers include licence disqualification for up to two years and permanently losing a car. Association spokesperson Larry Fallowfield fears operators will be stuck with unwanted, low-value and often unwarranted and unregistered vehicles, impossible to sell for a profit. The Professional Firefighters Union has agreed to call off today's strike, but they're still preparing for a possible strike on Monday. The union's meeting with Fire and Emergency New Zealand today, hoping to work through some remaining key issues. A legend on and off the track. That's how the late Sir Murray Halberg is being remembered. He's died aged 89. Sir Murray won gold at the 1960 Rome Olympics and two more golds at 1958 and 1962 Commonwealth Games for the three-mile race. After that, he started the Halberg Foundation, which helps improve the lives of disabled young people through sport. Life member of the Halberg Trust, Mike Jeffcoat, says it was something he dedicated his life to. Murray was obsessed with making sure everyone got equal opportunities and people got into sport as much as possible. And in sport, Morocco and Croatia will be the Group F representatives in the Football World Cup's round of 16. Second-ranked Belgium are out. The Breakers have become the first team to win five straight games this Australian Basketball League season after beating South East Melbourne 110-84. The start of the England-Pakistan Test Series